0: Miracy. Today, all the wild animals fear each other and keep apart. Long ago, it was different. The various animals worked together in a large council. They held gatherings and lived as one kingdom. Hyena was a prominent leader. Much of his strength came from his mother, who guided him all the years of his life. She was his faithful supporter, Until one day, her time on earth came to an end. Hi, I'm Lisa Bloom, the Story Coach, and you're listening to Once Upon a Business. In each episode, we explore a story, a fairy tale, folk tale, or traditional story, so that we can discover the amazing lessons relevant for business and for entrepreneurs. When his mother, Queen Hyena, died, Hyena fell into a great despair. Who would support and protect him? Hyena planned his mother's funeral. Everything had to be perfect. All the animals must show their respects, he commanded. The council invited everyone. They took great pains to arrange a funeral and feast to honor the queen. But no matter how much effort they put into it, Hyena could not be satisfied. First, he was cross and irritable, then he became tyrannical. When the dancing came to a close, he ordered the dancers to keep going until they dropped. Hyena was afraid the guests might leave. He wanted more food to ensure they would stay. The council told him they had prepared plenty of food for the next several days. But Hyena would not be convinced. He sought out leopard and lion, two guests who were fond of hunting. He persuaded them to supply more meat by killing a few lesser known guests, pig, sheep, and goat. It took little effort to kill these trusting guests. Lion and leopard so enjoyed the killing they began going after other guests. Soon mayhem broke out. Terrified guests ran for their lives. Hyena was left alone to bury his mother. Even an orphan's funeral would have been better attended. That was the last time all the animals came together in one place. Now they keep to themselves, especially the hyenas, whom no one trusts. They keep a wary distance from everyone. This was a Yoruba tale from Nigeria, Africa, retold by Erica Helm-Reed. This does not feel like a happy story to me, actually it feels really heavy. Almost a premonition about what can happen when we as humans are greedy, insatiable, and craving the fulfillment of our every wish. Many ancient stories use animal characters to tell very human stories, to bear witness to human behavior, or warn us about the potential outcome when certain characteristics take us over. And such is this story. Hyena personifies grief, but also greed. We can relate to both equally how when we experience pain we often strive to control our environment and those around us, how often we feel that what we have is not enough and we'll do anything to get more without paying attention to the consequences. When we speak about greed, I think this can be very pertinent to the business world. If we try to dominate without regard to the balance around us or any sense of satiation, it's bound to end in tears. We see it sometimes, the entrepreneur who will push and push, alienate others in the same industry, and ultimately become isolated in their bullishness. In the story, the council made great efforts to invite everyone to the funeral and feast, to honor the hyena queen. Yet no matter the effort, hyena was dissatisfied and irritable, and then became tyrannical. I've seen many a business person become dissatisfied and irritable. I wonder how far is the distance from this to tyranny. It's clear that greed and the sense of not enough is the root cause, and yet how many of us wake up in the morning with the feeling that we haven't slept enough, go into our day with the not enough mindset, not confident enough, not smart enough, not enough money, not thin enough, not tall enough. It goes on and on, and we often don't understand the damage that this thinking can cause. In business, we see the benefits of collaboration, of mutual respect, and the possibilities created when we work together. And yet we still fall into the trap of competition, comparison, and greed. I can see how thinking competitively can cause us to push ourselves to achieve more, to bring the best out in ourselves and others. And yet as soon as it becomes tyrannical and is guided by greed and the not-enough thinking, it becomes alienating and destructive. Many years ago, I joined a partner to work with a specific client The partner had the initial relationship with the client, and so she was the one to take care of the billing. We had a verbal agreement in place with regard to the fees. At a certain point in time, I think we both became dissatisfied and maybe even a little greedy. We were resentful of what each other provided in the relationship, and our trust broke down. I'm not proud of that period that, from my side, came from being immature, short-term thinking, and a lack of appreciation of the other person. Of course, our relationship broke down and the partnership ended, and the partner ended up not sharing some of the fees that were due to me. So some years later, I would think back to the injustice done to me and feel righteous. But now, with a little more business maturity and this story in mind, I understand the danger of dissatisfaction, resentment, and greed. I now realize the folly and danger of my attitudes at that time, and I'm sorry for what happened. It's interesting that in the story, Hyena is in despair when his mother dies, wondering who will take care of me. And then during the funeral, he's afraid that everyone will leave and he will be all alone. How sad, and yet how relatable. We all crave company, people to be with, community to relate to, and the feeling that we are taken care of. They say that loneliness has a huge correlation with all illnesses, we literally die of it. The story gives us the message, if somewhat hidden, That we need each other. We need community. We need to be together to grieve and to celebrate when we love and when we lose. Business is the same. I don't think there's anyone that wants to do it entirely alone. We need people to work with, to celebrate with, to figure out the big questions with. I wonder what the world would be like if we all felt that there was enough and knew that we are never alone enough to go around, enough respect and honor for those we love and lose, enough resources to share enough peace of mind to be content with what is, and a world where we understood our connections, our relationships, and the impact we have on others. Perhaps once again, animals would come together in one place, and people could come together in one place. I like to imagine that world. I'm Lisa Bloom, and you've been listening to Once Upon a Business. You can find out more about me at story-coach.com. That's story-coach.com. Once Upon a Business is part of the Miracy FM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Just Between Coaches and Soul Savvy Business. This episode of Once Upon a Business was produced by Cynthia Lam, Mishi Lance and Jeff Govertson assembled the episode. Danny Innie is our executive producer. To catch the episodes that are coming up on Once Upon a Business, please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you like the show, please leave us a starred review. It really does help us out. Thank you. We'll see you next time.